Hey everyone, welcome back to the Fail Sun Tragedy Hour podcast. I'm Kyle. And I'm Tim. And this is episode number 23, No Jim Carrey. <laughs> I fuck with that movie, don't slander it. I have never seen that movie, but I it's, heard it was bad. It's bad, but I love it. Alright. I'm able to separate the art from the quality of the art. It, makes, right. sen- it makes sense, don't think about it too much. Do you ever think about anything too much, Tim? Not really. You were literally in improv. Yeah. I don't think, if I, if I think, I don't think twice. So, uh, sorry we haven't been uh, giving you much content lately. Uh, as you may have seen on our Twitter page, if you follow it, at FailSunPod, uh, I fell into a manhole. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, and I just got out, like, this morning. <laughs> How'd that go? Uh, it, it sucked. I haven't seen the light in, like, how many days? Three since, or four? Since Friday. Yeah, it was... Uh, Took a while to adjust. What happened, dude? How'd you end up in a manhole? Well, Tim, you should know this because you sent me the offending text that caused me to lose uh, sight of my surroundings, leading me to fall. But uh, Tim sent me a text message that just said, the Hamburglar can get it. There's a fire emoji and, like, the moaning face emoji. And I was so confused that I didn't notice the open manhole in front of me, and I fell in. <laughs> well, listen, while, while I maintain, or while I agree with the sentiment, I say that slander. You're the one who sent the text, you idiot. <laughs> I li- listen, listen. It's not slander. It's slander because yeah. my text, you should have been paying attention. My text had nothing to do with you falling into the manhole. Yeah, well, you shouldn't have sent it because it's wrong. Damn. You're simping for a criminal, you know that? <laughs> aren't we so, all just uh, aren't we all just yeah. simping for criminals, Kyle? No, we're not, because we're normal. Or we is in not you. <laughs> so yeah, I was in a manhole uh for a very long time. Yeah. It was really dark and I couldn't see. And then finally, uh this morning, uh the fire department came and said, Did you try the ladder? <laughs> That is, and I turned around and didn't notice it because it was dark, but lo and behold, there was a ladder. I went, oh, no, I didn't. <laughs> so uh, I'm now being sued by the fire department for a waste of their time. <laughs> That's But that, that I rocks. am out of the manhole. That's crazy. Well, I'm glad you're okay. And Tim is a, a weird simp. <laughs> so, Listen, the only thing I agree on is that uh, the hamburger could get it, and you, and I'm glad you're you're okay, Kyle. Thank you. Yeah. I'm only kidding. Oh, no, that happened. Hey, we got you. We bamboozled you. Yeah, we fooled your ass. Damn, Kyle, where were you? I was uh, in uh, South Carolina, and then I went back to North Carolina, but now I'm home. Hey, look at that. Because uh, my sister graduated from college. She went to college in South Carolina. Ooh. So um, my dad and I went to go get her. And we stopped at his brother's place. I spent the I spent the weekend at my uncle's condo Whoa. in New Hampshire. New, New Hampshire? Hampshire? North Carolina. Fuck. <laughs> You're a fucking dunce. I'm an idiot. Damn, I'm dude. I- I'm idiot. I'm stupid. Uh, <laughs> you committed stupid <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah, well, it wouldn't be the first time. And sure as fuck won't be the last. But, yeah. Uh, North Carolina. An emerald isle, which is beautiful. Wow, that sounds awesome. That sounds went, fancy. It is. It's very fancy. I went swimming. 
in the Atlantic Ocean and got uh, beaten and battered by some waves. Damn, that's so crazy. I got a bunch of bruises on me that I um, don't know uh, how they got. Well, I do know how they got there, but they keep showing up. That's that's wild, man. But yeah, it was an eleven-hour drive down. Ooh, I hate that. So we woke up at like five a.m. and hit the road, and then uh, from my uncle's place in North Carolina to uh, the college in South Carolina was six hours, give or take. Mm-hmm. And then we spent about three hours packing our stuff, and we went and got dinner, and then we drove six hours home. And then it was Jesus. another 11 hours back. So we did what a lot that? of driving. That's like and I did what? a lot of uh, uncomfortable sleeping in cars. It's like, what, like two days total in a car? 11 no. hours there, 11 hours back. That's 22. Well, well, and, then, um, and then 12 hours. There and back was closer to 12 because we did stop for stuff. So 24 hours. Yeah, it was a whole day of driving. And then six to the co- six to the college, six back. That's 12 hours. So that's like... It's like a day and a half. It's like nine. It's like nine days. It's like it's like eighteen days, dude. Um. All right. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, I love saying shit and just saying let, letting yeah. Kyle react to it. Uh huh. Well, uh, not yeah. only did I sleep in a car, I slept on a recliner too. Whoa. And my, my uncle's. For how many because, nights? Because uh, they're condo or whatever is part of this community which is very nice but um their houses are really small my uncle and my aunt live there so they have a bedroom to themselves and then you walk out into the kitchen and mm-hmm. then uh it's also uses like a living room space gotcha. and then that's it so yeah. it's only it's really it's nice for two people but yeah. then you throw in an extra guests. three or four and uh not great so how um my How dad and his, his girlfriend used the futon, and then I used uh, a recliner. Mm-hmm. And then um, the second day, I was able to use uh, my uncle has an RV. It's a really nice RV, and they had a, just a spare mattress nice. in there that came with it, so for people to sleep on. He's like, "Wait, we can bring that in." So I used that for one night, which was great. And then my sister used it for the rest of the time, so I just went back to the uh, recliner. Damn, how fucked up is your neck? Hold on. Oh, I cracked it earlier, so I can't really hear it. But oh, um, damn, dude. it isn't great. I should probably just go get that checked out, dude. Yeah, go to the chiropractor again. But uh, this is fucking boring, isn't it? I don't think no, not really, dude. I'm I like I traveled stories are fun, dude. This is a story I feel like time. A rambling. Nah, dude. Not not like the rambling that I talked about or that I saw earlier. Which that you is, saw earlier? Or that I read. You know what I mean. It's a tie into my other podcast, so I we're do not now. allowed to talk about it. Alright. But I'm gonna talk about it anyway. It's the theory of the time cube. Yeah. The time <laughs> my, cube. Yeah, the time cube. The right, uh, time it. time is a cube around the Earth, and the Earth has uh, four rotations, uh, or no, four days in one rotation. It's mid sun, midday, midnight. Wait, fuck, mid sun, mid sun up, sun down, midday, and midnight. It's fucking insane. The guy was a schizophrenic. That checks out. Yeah. Um. While you were uh, in Carolina, Kyle, I I watched the movie. Took me the full three days. No, I'm kidding. It took no. you a whole weekend to watch one movie. 
Yeah, dude. Um, I watched Capone. Ooh. I watched Capone, and it is as fucking crazy and bonkers as everybody says. I heard I've either heard it's very very good or very very bad, and there's no real in between. I've never I haven't heard one where it's like eh, it's all right. I think that if you think it's bad, then you're ex- you were expecting more of a traditional Al Capone gangster movie. Sure, and I, I, I followed it because um, I'm heavily invested in the film business. You see, Damn. and uh, the writer and director of the movie's name is Josh Trank. Mm-hmm. He did Chronicle, which I liked. And then he also, then he went and did Fantastic Four, which I heard was very, very bad. Yeah, the pan. And he, he disowned it and all that. And then he got kind of thrown into director jail, and this is kind of his comeback bid. Yeah. It was going to get a theatrical release, but because uh, of COVID. Right. Uh, it got banished to the VOD realm, which a lot of movies are being banished to. Um, but it was number one on the iTunes store for a while. Yeah. So, like, I'm very glad that, you know, it's making some money. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I feel like shout if you out also to uh, LP. Yeah, shout out to LP. RTJ4. Run the Jewels. Um, but the, yeah, I heard it was good. I heard uh, Tom Hardy shits himself twice. Uh, I'm actually going to issue a correction. He, sh- he shits himself three times. Three times? Yeah. Twice in the first 10 minutes before the credits even roll. That rules. It fucking rocks, dude. That's so, saying a movie's going to be good. Dude, it's graphic shitting. It. Not only is it graphic. Shitting, well, it's not really graphic shitting. I mean, okay, there's one part where it's kind of graphic shitting. Okay, two parts where it's graphic shitting. So two out of the three parts are graphic shitting. Okay. The first part, he just saw, he just you just see Brown through his white pants. That's it. All right. The second time, he's in bed with his wife, played played by the Queen, the Goddess Linda Cardellini. I think we can all agree that Linda Cardellini. You're so right. She's fantastic in the movie. She's great. Um, but she did have to sh- uh, se- uh, sleep in the same bed, well, her character did, as the uh, shit-ridden uh, Al Capone. He shits himself very bad. As you do when as you, you shit do. yourself. As you do when you shit yourself and you have neurosyphilis. Right, and then isn't the, uh, isn't the last one he's in, like, a standoff with the FBI and then he shits himself? Uh, standoff, it's more of an uh, interrogation. He's sitting there with his lawyer, Neil, played by Neil Brennan, which was an interesting casting choice. Um, Who's that again? Uh, he co-created Chappelle Show. Oh, all right. Um, so he's sitting there with this uh, lawyer played by Neil Brennan, and they're like, oh, it's, he's Al Capone. He can't think straight because of the syphilis. And then he just fucking rips ass, and you could see them, like, trying not to puke. <laughs> that rules. <laughs> it's... The movie itself, I mean, people have been focusing a lot, like, on the pants shitting. Because, I'll be honest, the pants are filled to the brim with piss. Like, if you told me that at the beginning of the year that I watch a movie where Al Capone is told by his doctor to wear diapers, I wouldn't believe you. I I heard uh, another funny, very funny scene is he's fishing in his pool or something, or like there's like a lake by his his estate in Florida and he's trying to fish koi and a crocodile eats one of them and he just like gets really mad and shoots it with a Tommy gun. uh, It's a shotgun. A shotgun. Shotgun. And then uh, his gangster friend Matt Dillon goes, "Uh, that's what happens when you live in fucking Florida or some shit like that. Yeah, it turns you into a hillbilly. Very funny. Uh, The movie's good. The movie's pretty good. Um, I gotta watch it. 
I, I really enjoyed it. I, I, I think it doesn't deserve like the 5.0 it has on IMDb. It's a little excessive. No, nah, I think it's good. It's okay. It's Tom Hardy. It's, it's right know? down the middle. And I think every... I think every movie needs excessive graphic shitting. What movie would be improved upon by graphic shitting? All of them. Imagine Goodfellas. The number 23. Imagine Goodfellas with graphic shitting. How yeah, funny how? Called... Funny like a... Like a clown. Yeah. It's... uh. Uh, Joe Pesci gets got, but instead of shooting him in the head, he just shits himself to death. <laughs> he just walks into the empty room. And he's like, ah, and then he dies. I've shitted my pants, and then he just kills over. Yeah. Imagine uh, uh, Madagascar. All of them shit themselves. Madagascar. Any children's movie would be uh, made better. Yeah. By graphic shitting. Yeah. There are some... Any podcasts would also be made better by graphic shitting. Yeah. What would happen if we started shitting? You'd make a... Uh, we'd make a better podcast. Honestly, you're not wrong. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that title of this podcast is now Graphic Shitting. That's, that's the name of this one, folks. No, it's the name of the podcast. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, so I watched Capone. That was pretty fucking cool. Um, I haven't watched a movie in a while. I should. What's that? I haven't watched a movie in a while. I should, though. You should get on that, dude. You know, I just, uh, I ordered the, uh, today is the first day it came out on the Criterion Collection. I ordered uh, a collection of shorts by Martin Scorsese. Ooh. And dude. they all uh, include graphic shitting. <laughs> the the god Italian himself. Mm-hmm. The only good Italian, one might say. <laughs> besides Nick Nicosia. No, nah, besides uh, Martin Scorsese. You're so right. That's it. Uh, That's it. Sorry, Nick. Sorry, Nick. Uh, sorry you to let you know. Um. <laughs> Speaking of Hollywood, uh, I was going to talk about this last week when we recorded an episode, but sure, we sure, never sorry. did. Okay. So um, I'm going to talk about it now. Awesome. So sometime last week, Entertainment Weekly ran something about um, gay representation in Hollywood. Something and, tells me they nailed it, and, and everyone loved it. Yeah, everyone was really happy. They made uh, an illustration, which I'm assuming is like a spread mm-hmm. in the magazine, of all these uh, gay entertainers in the same room as each other, like, interacting. Sure. And uh, they got, like, Freddie Mercury and Janelle Monet, uh talking to each other. Uh, Rock Hudson has Ellen DeGeneres on his arm. RuPaul is there for some reason. RuPaul is not gay. RuPaul is just a drag queen. RuPaul is a straight man in a uh, no, straight RuPaul married has a husband. relationship. No, RuPaul has a husband. No, no, no. RuPaul's got a wife. No. Yes. RuPaul has RuPaul's, a husband. RuPaul is a straight man. RuPaul is not a straight man. RuPaul, RuPaul fracks with his wife. Um, uh, Kyle, his husband's name, or in your uh, in your sense, his wife's name is. George Labar. Fuck. I swear to God, RuPaul, I thought no. RuPaul was straight. No. The fuck? <laughs> the hell is this? How long have you thought that for? More like specifically. Forever. Jesus Christ. How many people have you told that to? I haven't told anyone that. You're the first person I've fucking told that to. Damn, good thing, because people will call you out for being wrong, dude. 
the fuck? Personal life. RuPaul is gay. Oh, RuPaul <laughs> is gay. This sucks, man. <laughs> this, is, oh, this makes me so what happy. Hell? This made me really happy. <laughs> Yo, did oh, you know Elton fuck. John was gay? Elton John's gay? No, I knew that. All right, RuPaul's gay, whatever. Who gives a shit? Who cares? Damn, dude. Um, Heartbreaking. Uh, what, who else we got? We got Lily Wait. Tomlin, who I didn't realize is gay. Fucking. This could yeah, be a I looked at the article. illustration, and I'm like, well, I guess Lily Tomlin's gay. But then I was like, there's no way RuPaul's gay. My fam- I, um, I, I, this could be a click hole article, Kyle. Heartbreaking. Someone you love just just found out RuPaul's gay. God damn it. <laughs> that no, fucking rocks. Um, hold on. There's more here. Uh, yeah, Kristen more Stewart people. and Lily Tomlin. Elton John's playing the piano. Lil Nas X is there for some reason. He's, he's gay. Just kinda, Cause he's gay. Yeah, I know he's gay, but he's just kind of hanging out there. He's not <laughs> interacting with anyone. He's just listening to Elton John vibe. He really is, man. There's what looks like uh, Judy Garland's ruby slipper. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. Uh, Ryan Murphy is has his arms on George Takai's shoulders while he's wearing a Liberace cape. Mm-hmm. And George Takai is doing the uh, Star Wars salute. He's doing a Jedi mind meld. Yeah, wait, what's that? What's that in his hand, Kyle? Yeah, yeah. I'm getting to that, though. Oh, I'm getting to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... Who else is here? Ricky Martin, Kate McKinnon, John Dan Waters. Levy of Shits Creek, John Waters, uh, Cynthia Nixon, and Marlene Dietrich. They're all there hanging out with each other. Uh, Vi- quite literally vibing. <laughs> as, as one does, they're all gay together. Uh, that isn't to say anything sexual. They're all just literally gay and together. <laughs> Don't read into it. But yeah, as I said, there are some props in the room. There's Lily Tomlin, or uh, right below Lily Tomlin on Ellen John's piano. There's like Judy Garland's ruby slipper, which is weird because I didn't believe Judy Garland is gay or bi or whatever. She wasn't. No, it's just there. She, she, she was. was she piece, was just a big ally. Piece of uh, homosexual memorabilia. <laughs> this is the gay TGI Fridays. This is GAY Fridays. <laughs> But uh, George Takai is holding in his hand. George Takai, who, by the way, uh, credibly accused of sexual assault uh, and then blamed it on Russia. Uh, I'm serious. How the fuck do you do that? Very carefully. But um, no, in his hand, this is really kind of lazy. In his hand is uh, a copy of Entertainment Weekly uh, featuring Katie Lang on the cover. Okay. And Katie Lang... Uh, was a big singer in the 90s who came out as a lesbian and it uh, shook everyone up because uh, no one knew that that was still kind of taboo. I think she did that before Ellen did, if I remember correctly. But yeah, it's just kind of lazy. They should have just put her in the photo. I think they were worried like, oh, no one knows who that is anymore. But Mm -hmm. then again, uh, Rock Hudson is here. Who? Who... um, died in the middle of the AIDS epidemic who act who didn't come out until he was diagnosed for the AIDS. Oh, in like the eighties. But yeah, but, um, right by George Takai's other leg is the re- thing that really gets me going here. It is, uh, the brick thrown at Stonewall. 
It's just kind of sitting there. Ah. Uh, I can see where this can be a point of contention. They don't say the brick thrown at stone wall, but it is a literal brick. brick. You can put two and two together. Yeah, you can put two and two. Two plus two is gay here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, really, really weird. And that created a bit of a firestorm on the internet yeah, last cause, week. Because if, uh, if uh, you know, we run through the list, there's no trans people on uh, featured in the in the in the spread, right? Uh, correct. And uh, the most they give to the T part of the LGBT community is a brick. That, right. Huh, that, folks, um, kind of sucks. Yeah, and even, like, some of these photos here, they look like, it's, it's, they look real bad, is what I'm saying. They did my boy Dan Levy dirty. They did, they did Ricky Martin dirty. Yeah. George Takai looks like shit. I don't know why they gave Ryan Murphy a Liberace cape. Yeah. All this, whatever. Good for them. You know, yeah. it's about time the gays had something. <laughs> Damn, like, you know, not one trans person featured in that. That's, um... They got... So, oh, Janelle Monae is non-binary. Oh, okay. Which is cool. Yeah, that rocks. Good for them. Shout out to Jim- Janelle Gen- Legitimately good for that. It's not Stark. Good for them. <laughs> They're very good. Yeah, J- Janelle Monae Dream dirty computer. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that fucking sucks. Fuck, I can't believe RuPaul's fucking gay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So when, when RuPaul would go on, like, talk shows and talk about his husband, did you just not I don't pick up on that? I don't listen to RuPaul talk show interviews. I've seen Drag Race a few times, and, like, you know, it's fine. But then... Uh, I'm uh, an avid fan of uh, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, and RuPaul went on it once and uh, talked about his husband. And I was like, you know, I canceled RuPaul because I I found out he fracks. He wait, well, and literally, yeah, I think p- it must slip to my mind because breaks. I was so focused on the fracking part. But it said like, I have a I have a ranch in Wyoming with my husband where we frack, <laughs> and I just zeroed in on the frack part and not the husband part. Yeah, that's crazy. Whatever. Well, I mean, RuPaul can be traced back to. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Remember when uh Jimmy was like, "Oh, now you're the uh, uh the dra- you're the you're the you're a drag queen," and RuPaul was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" And Jimmy was like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck, fuck! What, what, what? What I say? What I say? That's bad." And RuPaul goes, "I'm the queen of drag," and you saw his career flash before his eyes. <laughs> well, now he's getting canceled again because someone found a skit where he was in like blackface or whatever. Yeah, SNL. he was doing a Chris Rock impression on SNL. Really? That looked that did not look like Chris Rock at all. Yeah, no, it really didn't. He has Damn, since it's issued. It's almost like he didn't have to do that. <laughs> he really didn't. Um, I'd he, rather he cancel since... him just because I don't find him funny. Hey, he has since issued an apology on Twitter, Kyle. Mm. Uh, in 2000, while on SNL, I made a terrible decision to do an impersonation of blackface, uh, impersonation of Chris Rock while in blackface. There's no excuse for this. I'm very sorry for making this unquestionably offensive decision, and thank you all for holding me accountable. Which, in terms of apologies go, that's that's kind of one of the better ones I've seen. Yeah. I mean... He could have just not done it. Yeah, he could have just not done it. 
But also, remember uh, Mario, Mario Batali's apology for sexual assault, and at the end he uh, linked to a Christmas recipe? Wasn't it like blueberry cobbler or whatever? Something like He's that. He's like, this is my favorite dessert. <laughs> Have yeah. fun. Have fun. It's it's better than that. At least he was like, you know That's what? Like, honestly, though, that is better than many of the recipes I see on food blogs that are like 10 pages long, and it's like, yeah. it started after 9-11. Anyway, here's some spaghetti. <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, so, you know, uh, that's one of the better apologies I've seen for that for that kind of thing. Jimmy Kimmel did blackface as well. I believe he did. He uh, did. Shaq. He did, and I, I haven't seen anything about it yet. Was that on The Man Show? Probably. It's okay. Dudes rock. <laughs> the Man Show was literally probably the uh, epicenter of the Dudes Rock mentality. Yeah. Who uh, Who is that? It was Jimmy Kimmel, Adam, Adam Carolla. And then Dr. Drew, right? I don't remember Dr. Drew, but when uh, Kimmel and Corolla left, it was Joe Rogan and fuck. Joe Rogan star of news radio, right? Was it Joe? I think it was Joe Rogan. Let me look. I think it was Joe Rogan. The man show. I'm Googling it. The man show. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is like divorced from time to me. Cause like, I remember first hearing about the Joe Rogan podcast and I'm like, Oh, this dude's just a meathead who does a podcast. And it's like, no, he did MMA. Yeah. He's like, all right, cool. And then like a year later, someone was like, did you know he was also on news radio? I'm like, what? Yeah. That was in like the nineties. Yeah. 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 And now you're telling me he was on the freaking man show. Joe Rogan and Doug Stanhope. Sheesh. Yeah. Joe Rogan was the other, uh, Doctor in Capone. What? I'm calling back uh, Capone. Oh. Joe Rogan shat himself on the set of Capone. <laughs> he wasn't playing anyone. He just did it. He just visited and shit his pants. Yeah. Um. He, he was there for one of the scenes and then thought it was like uh, a, a display of masculinity and he felt threatened, so he did it. Dude, talk about podcasting news, though. Uh, fucking Joe Rogan becoming a Spotify exclusive. Is he? Yeah, Spotify exclusive and a $100 million deal. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, dude. Crazy. Probably because I don't care. Hey, oh. oh, also an update to my last week's fail son of the day um, with the, the call her daddy story. Remember that? Yeah, Remember I that do. That nightmare uh-huh. that, I, that I unfortunately cared way too much about because I love it. You did. Honestly, it was just fun to watch. Anything that involves Barstool getting fucked out of money makes me laugh really hard. Right. Um, but, unfortunately, I have to issue a redaction of one of my fail sons uh, because Alex Cooper uh, uh, decided to go back to Barstool, take the deal. She got him a lot of money. Meanwhile, this other girl, the other girl, Sophia, brother, she, loved, she walked away from a lot of money. Wait, her name is Alice Cooper? Alex Cooper. Alex Cooper. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. And Sophia Franklin. And Sophia walked away from a lot of money. Hmm. A lot of money. She walked away from half a mil. Yeah, because her Lord Farquaad ass boyfriend was like, HBO. <laughs> Damn, dude. You, that was a fucking incredible impression. I've never even heard the guy talk. That could have also doubled as a Jared Kushner impression. Because I've never heard that bitch talk. He talks like shit. <laughs> he talks like shit. He's got a very uh, high voice. 
It's he, very funny. He sounds like a schoolboy. <laughs> Damn. I guess that's what money can get you. A high-pitched voice and a Harvard education. Yeah. Shout out to nepotism. It truly does work. Yeah. You know some actual good podcasting news, though? What? Uh, on the way to South Carolina, uh, I threw on a podcast that um, I had heard was very, very good, but I had to download Stitcher for it. I had to, oh. buy, I had to buy a plan for Stitcher Premium. Because as of right now, if I wanted to wait, because it's coming to Spotify next month, but I didn't want to wait because I had a whole day's travel ahead of me. I'm like, I'll just listen to a podcast. I heard this one's good. It's called Blowback. Blowback. What's it about? It is a podcast about the Iraq War, and it is a Stitcher Premium exclusive. Whoa. Which, are we on Stitcher? Uh, No. No. I don't don't believe you. I'm going to look it up right now. What's the so what's blow, blowback is about the Iraq War? Yeah, blowback is about the Iraq War, and uh, God damn it, we're not on Stitcher. I think Sti- right. I think Stitcher's more of a network. Canceling Stitcher right now. Uh, put us on cowards. Give us money. Please. Anywho, blowback. Yeah, so uh, the hosts of blowback are Brendan James, who is a former producer for Chapo Trap House, and Noah Colwin, who used to be an editor at The Outline. And it's 10 episodes long, and it goes all the way back to, um, it talks about the U.S. involvement in the Middle East starting in, like, the the 50s, and them staging coups and putting in puppet dictatorships in, like, Iran and Iraq. As you do. As as one does. And kind of the lead-up to the situations that beget the Iraq War, like uh, Operation... Desert Storm and Desert Shield, where uh, Iraq, I guess, invades um, uh, uh, Kuwait, and the U.S. gets involved, and like the U.S. like pulled shit out of their ass. Damn, so much of this, like the Iraq War, like we all knew was a lie, but like you, you listen to this and you have no idea how much of a lie it is. Like literally, all of it, just about, and um, focuses on. The Bushes, HWW, it focuses on Donald Rumsfeld and uh, his lackeys like Paul Wolfowitz and all those guys who just pushed forward these lies. Uh, it talks about Saddam Hussein, who, I mean, not a great guy, but also, hey, we fucking, we gave him money and we gave him weapons and we like kind of, we were his friend in like the 70s and 80s and then uh suddenly we were like he's actually bad so we blew him up and then uh another guy named Ahmed uh Chalabi Ahmed Chalabi who uh was born in like or he was educated in like London and his family is really wealthy mm-hmm. and he was like he wanted to rule Iraq he wanted to get Saddam out so he could take its place. And he just like, he fed the U S a bunch of bullshit and they wanted, they wanted to believe it anyways. So they're like, fuck yeah, this rocks. Yeah. And then, uh, after all that, he goes back to Iraq and they're like, no, fuck you. Whoa. They just kind of, he's just like simping for all this power. And they're like, yeah, we know you did. Like, we're not letting you get anywhere near like the presidential palace or whatever. But, um, just so much of this stuff, like it talks about 
um, Desert Storm, like we would bomb civilians and we used like depleted uranium weapons and all this stuff. That doesn't sound safe. Like, yeah, it's like literal war crimes that we're never going to get, you know, called the task for. Why is that? Yeah, I wonder why. I think it's Uh, because the United States is just too damn sexy. Yeah, that's right. But no, this podcast is it's designed to make you angry. But I'm already is, I'm already baseline angry though. Yeah. But it's so it's very well researched and very well written and Brendan and Noah are very, very good at what they do. And it can be it can be funny sometimes too. Ooh. But um yeah, if you get a chance, listen to it. It's on Stitcher Premium. It is coming to Spotify. Uh, June fifteenth, and then starting after that, new episodes every week until they finish. Gotcha. But that sounds pretty pretty interesting, though. Yeah, shell out like the five bucks it is for Stitcher the, for the Stitcher trial or whatever. Stitcher, you get a free Stitcher, seven day Stitcher. trial, and then if you don't cancel before that, it rolls uh, over. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. But yeah, that's some good podcasting news. Good podcasting news. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Well, Kyle, do you want to roll into uh, the rebranded edition of yeah, our Reddit? Uh, we we decided to do a bit of a rebrand because we never really had a name for this segment in the first place. We were just Correct. like, "Oh, I want to do Emma the asshole," but now that we're expanding our reach towards our slash relationships and our slash uh, right wing sex or whatever the fucking one was a few weeks ago, um, libertarian have, sex. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I've proposed a rechristening of this segment. Uh, we're calling it Fail Advice. Hell yeah, dude. Fail Advice, where we offer you our very bad discount, fucked up advice. Mm-hmm. And it's going to rock. Now, Kyle, can I start off, can I start off today's uh, first edition of Fail Advice? Go for it. Well, this is from uh, the classic subreddit, r slash am I the asshole, so not really much is different. But we're going to give some advice here. Am I the asshole for saying, whoa, you've got a long way to go to girlfriend while working out? I try and stay fit. Keep some uh, dumbbells and bench inside my house. Work out five to six times a week at home currently. This guy is also not good at the English language. I think it has been start to rub off on her when she has joined past three days which I admire her for. If you want to change your life, take action. She has. Props to her. Today was I working on my core. Push-ups, planks, sit-ups. Ten sets of, of six for all of these. 60 reps. She joined a little late. I'm um, my sets. I already had 40 reps done. I wasn't going to make her 60 reps. Told her just in where I'm at. I get my... I get, I get my set in. She's doing her push-ups, but only was able to do four legit ones. I didn't say anything. Time for planks, I. I do my, my, my minute. Her turn. She only lasts 27 seconds, which again, I didn't say nothing. Left it alone. Last one Pathetic. is sit-ups. Pathetic. <laughs> Pathetic. Sorry, go ahead. Last one is sit-ups. I do my 10. Her, t- uh, her turn only able to six legit ones without moving feet. This is where I say, Woof, you have a long way to go. And she said, sorry. Her energy wasn't really the same after that. After we actually get done with everything, she told me that comment made her feel bad. I told her I'm just trying to push you to work harder. I can't get everyone has to start some 
I can't get everyone has to start somewhere, but she isn't overly overweight or obese. When you ask or join me to work out, I expect the same energy. Yes, it yes, it the thought that counts, but also it's the action too. You wanna work out with me? I'm going to push you like how I would push myself. Well, first off, uh fucking get a proofreader guy. That's what I say. Get someone yeah, to proofread. That was, a lot. that was a lot that made me feel sad, and I'm and I'm angry because of it. Now, let's delve to the other problematic thing. Uh, he's uh, right, dude. Dudes rock. Dudes rock. Women uh, are weak. Um, yeah, you know, women do be uh, shopping for the weak uh, workout <laughs> store. And I'll I'll workshop that. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, parody, parody, parody. We don't believe yeah, that. Yada, it's yada, satire yada. in the game. Uh, but like, no, come on, man. Like, nagging her isn't gonna work. And yeah. like, yeah, you're gonna be like, oh damn, bitch, you gotta suck, and she's gonna want to continue to work out with you. Damn, bitch, you weak as fuck. Damn, bitch, you live like this. <laughs> damn, this bitch got the whole squad. Laughing. And he like automatically assumes like since she's not overweight or obese that she can do the work same out workout. at his level. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah, everyone is at different points in their fitness journey. You are much farther along than she is, bud. So with that, you should knock it off. Be supportive. Be a supportive man. I would have dumped his ass if he said that shit to me. Yeah, like, once you you talk about it with him, be like, hey, that kind of didn't make me feel great, which, like, he picked up on, like, immediately. Yeah. It's like he registered that he did something wrong but had no empathy about it. Yeah, but then to remove all doubt and have her say that to him and then him being like, well, whoops, sorry, (laughs) not sorry. It's just like, come on, dude. Come on, dude. You are a bitch. You're bitch made. Uh, I will kick your ass. Damn. Honestly, it's heartbreaking to see. Uh, Dump him. Dump him. Dump him because that's right. (laughs) Fuck, wrong one. You idiot. <laughs> you do this on purpose. I'm, I really I don't. I genuinely forgot to do it. Mm. I forgot to switch sound pads. But yeah, you're the asshole, bud. Did you hit it? I didn't, I didn't oh, hear I did. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the asshole. There it is. Much better. All right. Uh, I'm delving into r slash relationships now. Ooh. Let's, let's, let's. This, let's is, a, this is a non-romantic. Whoa. Wow. Yo, this ain't about fucking. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. No, this is a good one, though. Okay. Uh, my parents don't understand that I'm 23 female and want a life outside of our extremely small town and possibly our extremely boring state. Whoa. How do I, how do I explain this to them? Throw away because I don't want this associated with my regular Reddit account. Fair enough, I guess. Yeah. I don't have Reddit. Who cares? I'm an only child, and my parents have always been overprotective. When I was a kid, everyone knew my parents sheltered me. It led me to doing a lot of sexual things when I was in middle school, way too young to even understand that it wasn't okay. Both my parents are agoraphobic. They have a fear of leaving the house. They've done everything from home, online school, remote work, have their groceries delivered. They don't believe in therapy and refuse to get help. They try to get me to switch to online courses and try to influence me to get a remote job. Before the pandemic, they were literally living the quarantine lifestyle. I wasn't. Anyway, I didn't realize how much I was being sheltered until I was about 16 and they had a giant issue with me driving. They let me buy a vintage car with my own money, but later admitted that they only let me do it 
because they knew it would never work. Therefore, I can never use it. This was the first huge issue I remember having with my parents because everyone else was driving and I couldn't up until I was 20 years old. Plus, they lied to me and got me excited to drive this awesome car when they knew I would never be able to. This was kind of an embarrassment to me because at every family gathering, everyone knew my other relatives around my age were allowed to drive and have a life while I wasn't. No one really understood why I still wasn't allowed to drive at 20 years old. On top of this, they tracked my phone whenever I did anything, even going out to eat with my grandparents. I went to a college about a half hour from my house and lived there solely because they didn't want me driving. In college, I did a lot of things I regret. I smoked, drank, got in random guys' cars, got in an abusive relationship, had sex with people I barely knew. It was so fun to be independent. Over time, I finally bought a better car, was allowed to drive, and gained more trust from them somehow. I moved back home for grad school, and that's where I am now. A year ago, my boyfriend and I went on a trip that was about a four-hour drive. As a result, my parents didn't talk to me for three days. When I graduated college and was considering moving to a different state for work, they asked me what they did wrong to make me want to be more, move, uh, make me want to move so far away. The other day, I mentioned a cute venue that I saw online where I would love to have my future wedding, which was a three-hour drive. They asked why I hate them so much that I would have my wedding somewhere other than our backyard. They refused to understand why I want a life outside of our rural, boring town. Every time I even mention moving to our state's most happening city, they get mad and say, ew, why would you want to live there? They want me to get a job at the school down the street from our house. I'm studying to become a teacher, and my dad keeps saying that quarantine is, quote, a dream come true for him because he never wants to leave a house again. They won't let me go to my boyfriend's house and are threatening not to let me back in the house if I go there. They almost wouldn't let me take the job that would have changed the whole trajectory trajectory of my career because they didn't want me going out even though it was once a week and I wouldn't be near anyone except one or two people at all times. I understand very well that the pandemic is a serious issue, but the fact that my parents won't allow me to see my boyfriend or go for a bike ride is really bothering me. Like I'm five years old when I'm 23. What's bothering me even more is that when this is over, I'm going to have to have the talk with them about moving out and possibly moving to a new state. This is something I want very much. I'm getting tired of being unhappy, not living my life to the fullest, and seeing all the other people I grew up with moving far away and living out their dreams. My boyfriend and I are musicians, and the thought of me not not ever even trying to pursue a career in music is extremely bothersome. I at least want to try, but I'm afraid of the huge backlash I'll get if I move away. Why do you hate us so much? Why wouldn't you want to live here? Why would you want to move out? The grass isn't always greener on the other side, and you'll get killed. I feel horrible even writing this. I love them. I just don't know how to explain to them that I I want to have experiences without them reminding me that experiences are overrated. Damn. So that was a lot longer than I thought. Yeah. Interesting as shit though. Yeah. So I I only saw the, um, the big, the byline, the big, um, the headline for that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize that was more to it. So I have, I had some advice ready to go for that, but now that I've read it and it's here explained in full detail, I got a whole other list of things I want to talk about, but I'll let you go first. Uh, My advice is run, run, run. Your parents are uh, not uh, doing this in a healthy way. They kind of suck, and um, I'm sure they love you very much, uh, but I'm going to say that it... (laughs) Folks, maybe it's a little too much, uh, because if they don't, uh, I mean, listen, I'm glad she explained what agoraphobic was, uh, because right. I thought that was a fear of Al Gore. <laughs> now, anyway, 
All right. You liked that one, Kyle. I did not. Like, I, I un- listen, I understand their frustrations about the quarantine thing because, listen, you know, you know, I think that we should all be doing our part. Yeah, you needed to go to work once, uh, once, a, once a week, but you know, you know, you don't see me going out to people's homes for hookups. Uh, so I, I can understand their, you know, uh, hesitation about you seeing your boyfriend because you don't know where he's going, you don't know where his, his family is going, or, or if his roommates are going going anywhere. I can understand that. But if they're from a, it sounds like they're from a small enough state that the COVID crisis might not even be that bad. So, but that's a whole other situation. The bigger picture, though, not great. I don't like it. Get out of there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree with all that. But also, it's agoraphobia. It's like a mental thing. Yeah. You know, it's not like mental illness, but it's just a fear. Yeah, it's a fear. It's like me being afraid of a commitment. <laughs> hey, oh, like, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I love commitment. It's like the ultimate helicopter parenting, and they're yeah. taking it out on their daughter, who they know, like, first off, they violated her trust when they made her spend thousands of dollars of her own money to buy a car, only to know it wasn't like, going to work. It wasn't going to work. And they're like, yeah, that's why we did it. That's, like, abusive. I I feel like this this girl loves her parents and I feel like she might disagree with with that reading of it but that is legitimately an abusive it's manipulation. Yeah, it's manipulation. It's, it's know, deceit. Yeah, she earned money doing something. Yeah. I guess. She exchanged goods for services or services for services. Money can be used for goods and services. But <laughs> like for them to be like, yeah, go ahead knowing fully well that it's not going to work and that was a plan all along, it's like, that's super shitty. Yeah, And that great. should have been the first, well, it is the first red flag. She recognizes that, but that should have been like, the if that flag. happened to me and my parents are still like that to this day, I would be like, all right, I'm out of here. See you. Never, yeah. I, uh, talk to me if you want to, but. Yeah, deuces. Like, and I understand this, this girl has a better relationship with her parents probably than, um, she should. Yeah, she's incredibly understanding into that. I Very patient with this. Very patient. But I don't know. The, the whole thing, I she should move out. Yeah. And she shouldn't ask for their permission. And she just go over there. It sounds like she would be able to live with her boyfriend if they kicked her out or if she left. Yeah. And then if they want to go find a job, they can do that. And they can live in an apartment or live together at his house yeah but like maybe it's easier said than done because um there's this emotional blackmail that like oh if you move out we'll never talk to you again which isn't said but it seems like it's pretty implied yeah like they didn't talk to her for three days because she drove four hours to someplace like that you're just projecting your own fears and insecurities onto your kid yeah, which you know works well for everyone involved. Doesn't yeah, it doesn't leave anybody any traumas trauma. of any sort. No, but uh, I just think it's insane that like they want to trap it, trap this. They're trapping her. They're trapping her. It's literally yeah. all it's doing. It's fucking kidnapping your own kid. She's in the trap house. No chapo. No chapo. But um, to yeah, the sucks, the broader dude. question of I want to move out of our incredibly small town and boring state. How do I explain this to them? 
reading that alone before even getting to the agoraphobia and the abuse and all this, like, I feel like I'm kind of in the same boat. Mm -hmm. So not that my parents don't want me to move, but I'm considering moving to Syracuse and I'm applying to jobs. And I mean, I just got my degree. So now I'm trying to enter this fucked up job market. Um, and it's like a step, like if you want to get out of a place, you don't want to live there for the rest of your life. Like I, I don't want to live where I am right now for the rest of my life. Yeah. I don't, if I move to Syracuse, I, I don't want to live there for any longer than like five years at most, hopefully. Yeah. I think anybody who, anybody reason, very reasonably so doesn't want to live in their hometown forever because the idea of staying yep. in one place is very scary. Correct. Or just not appealing. Yeah, I mean, listen, when I floated the idea to my parents about, you know, moving to Los Angeles, um, they were just, it's just, they're just very justifiable to be very worried because, you know, it's yeah, all the way across the country. It's in, a, it's in a job market that is very volatile and is not necessarily forgiving on the worker. It, right. It's scary, but ultimately, you know, good parents support a good move. Right. Like I um I got a text at the beginning of the year from a friend of mine who's like I'm looking to move to Phoenix Arizona do you want to come with and I was like maybe yeah I remember and that. then I told my parents about it they're like all right cool yeah, find that. a job <laughs> but I was I was like so my parents aren't inherently unsupportive like right. it would be cool they're like yeah you want to move halfway across the country go for it yeah bet. but like. Now that I'm really looking for jobs and stuff, they want to emphasize like you need to find a job first before you move. Yeah, that is- that's what my parents have been saying too. It's like you need to have a way to support yourself, right? Either I mean, through saving money from unemployment, but that's not going to last. Yeah, and I got to pay back eventually. I think I think a lot of it's taxable, but like to start like that and have that money to burn. You should absolutely find a job so you don't have to dig too deep into those savings. Yes, not only that, so you're not living paycheck to paycheck and you can actually yeah, go experience sucks. the new city that you I have done that. That sucks. But yeah. um, I'm just in pay. I do want to get out of here. I am very impatient. And my friend, our friend Jada is looking at apartments. Yeah. And uh, she's like, you should move in. And I'm like, you know what? I might just do that. So yeah, like now cool. I got it in my head to where I'm like, yo, let's go. Let's do this. Yeah. I think sometimes all you need is that little spark to be like, you yeah. know what? Let's do it. Let's make this this change and, you know, yeah, it'll all be all right, man. We'll see. But good luck to this girl because this sounds infinitely more fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, manipulation to the nth degree. Yeah, good luck to her. Yeah. So, Kyle, I think it's time to mosey on over into our second segment, Fail yeah. Son of the Day. Fine by me. Fine by me as well. Who is your nominee for Fail Son of the Day? Uh, my Fail Son of the Day is Amy Cooper. Oh. Who we all know and love as the uh, fucked up racist lady who uh, almost uh, got a black guy killed. Yeah. At Central Park. Yeah, not great. Yeah. Uh, the video is very shitty and fucked up. I think I'm just going to go out and say, because, like, you know, I was going to scramble for a nominee, kind of come up with one off the cuff. I don't even think I need to do that, because this woman uh, uncategorically wins Fail Son of the Day. 
Yeah, but I just want to hear some more. But <laughs> it's very funny, though. Like, I heard a lot of my friends were like, oh, I, maybe they're taking it too far. Maybe no. they're ruining this woman's life. Like, the Twitter mob is taking it too far. But um, had she called the police and said an African-American man was assaulting her, like uh, she said she would, uh, he'd be dead. Yeah, and... Like Plus, she, almost, she almost put out a hit on this guy because she's like, "Hey, can you put your dog on a leash?" Yeah, very normal. He's a bird watcher and it affects the fucking environment of bird watching in Central Park. Yeah, yeah. which is not, you know, if you're going I mean, there to bird watch, man, you don't want shit fucking impeding on that, especially if yeah. people aren't viol or if, especially if people are violating the rules. Yeah, yeah. So this woman sucks, dude. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, update. There's a, there's an update. She got her dog taken away, and she lost her job, and she's been banned from Central Park. I was getting to that. Yeah, she's been banned from the entire ass park. Yeah, there we go. Good on Central Park. Yeah. Hey, I, you ruined her life. Oh man, sorry. Where? Uh, she was working for. Oh yeah, she worked. Uh, she was formerly head of insurance investment solutions at Franklin Templeton. Oh, that's pretty. Um, I don't know what that means actually. Uh, it's a big, big banker job, and it's very bad. Gotcha. So she's a rat. Yeah, she's not great. Gotcha. Very privileged white lady with privileged. money. So she'll be okay. But um, she'll I found good. that from uh, a Twitter account called Respectable Lawyer. He's very good. Mm-hmm. And he goes, is it okay that the internet is ruining the life of the head of insurance investment solutions at Franklin Templeton for her racist freakout? I say yes. But I would also support the internet ruining her life simply for being the head of investment solutions at Franklin Templeton. That rocks. Yeah, so uh, get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. I guess if we want to, uh, if we want to add someone else to the mix, uh, I would also. Or well, you go. Yeah, yeah. So my my nominee was going to be um, uh, DJ Killer Keemstar. For being a rat uh, on YouTube, being a what on YouTube? A rat. He's a, a rat. Uh, actually more. He's more of a snake. Well, he's like the drama alert guy, right? The very same one. going wrong? He's, into the he's like forty, and he still does YouTube shit. Uh, not only is he forty and still does YouTube shit, but um, his fan base has swatted people. Uh, yeah, which, le- which led to a death, which led to a guy getting killed by SWAT. Uh, you know, he. Told a guy who I can't. I think he had was, had cancer or was suicidal. Probably, maybe even both. He's like, I can't wait to report on your death. You know, that actively rock. bad things. And then there was the um, the YouTuber Etika, um, who was going through a very public, you know, mental health crisis. And Keem had him on the show on Drama Alert, and um, pretty much said like, and uh, Etika was like. Oh, I th- like like life is a simulation, and Keen was like, "Well, if life is a simulation, what's the point to it all?" And then, not too long after that, uh, Etika's belongings were found on the Manhattan Bridge, and his body was found in the East River. Yeah, not great. Yeah, so Keem, you're my nominee. This man is 38 years old and from Buffalo. Still lives he's in from Buffalo. Buffalo. Fuck this guy, and he's a Trump supporter. Yep. Oh, get him out of here. Yeah, this guy sucks. Not saying that yeah. thing, not saying that people from Buffalo are inherently bad, but um he, I mean, have you seen her guest from Buffalo? 
Henry Liebentritt. <laughs> Henry Liebentritt out here very publicly liking um, uh, bare naked ladies. I don't know. I can't think of a good roast. I, I, I love like Henry. Naked ladies too. So I can't think of a good roast because I love Henry. Hold um, on. But yeah, that's my nominee for fail son. Good guy Keem is trending. Christ. Yeah, because apparently Keem kind of ha- like helps people out on the low key, which uh, kind of sucks. On the low key, this man runs a YouTube account called Drama Alert, and you think he does anything low key? Very true. Yeah, good guy Keem is trending, and uh, I haven't lo- really looked into it because I do not believe Keem is in fact a hashtag good guy. No. Um, and he also appeared on the um XXX Tentacion tribute vlog. Oh, with, really? Uh, alleged rapist, Adam22, uh, Lil Xan, and some other dude who I don't give a shit about. Damn. And there was some tr- streamer, some Twitch streamer or yeah, some they, shit. Yeah, uh, they fucking suck. Yeah, a whole it, 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 a real meeting of the minds. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Keem is my uh, my, my, yeah, my number. Fair. Speaking of uh, that, that great uh, genius summit, uh, I just revisited a very funny episode of another podcast called episode one called uncle's houseboat. And they <laughs> basically recreate laugh. that, that vlog. That's hilarious. It's very funny. So check that out. But, um, so I'd say between Keem, Keem and, and Alex. Cooper. Uh, yeah. Wait, what was the name Amy of the, Cooper. uh, the caller daddy girl? That's Alexandra Cooper. Wait, wait, Amy Cooper. That's it. I'm Amy, sorry. Yeah, Amy Cooper is the uh, I'll throw another one in. Uh, Doja Cat. Yeah, Doja Cat. Damn, we got a fucking who's her, a real who's who of the fail sons. Simping for incels and growing up on 4chan and being racist. I guess I haven't really looked into it. And it, listen, the point is, uh, I can fix her. <laughs> Doja, honey, come on the podcast. You can call me the N word. Just kidding. Please Whoa. don't do that. Don't do that. Delete this. Uh, uh, Doja Cat, I can fix her. That is my official statement. Doja, uh, if you would love to come on the show, we would be more than happy to have you. Um, so Because Kyle is... Um, horny. horny. Just kidding. <laughs> well, well, folks, let's see how that pans out. But So um, I'd say Amy Cooper is a pretty good fail son of the day. Yeah, she tried to get a dude killed. Get out of here. Get out of here, Amy and Cooper. She was fucking dragging her dog. Yeah, she was literally like choking like right her dog. Right in the beginning, when Not he was great. like, "Can you leech your dog?" She would like she grabbed her by the fucking collar and was like dragging it around, and like, the dog was up. like trying to breathe and like run away. And she had like an, a vice grip on it while she was like threatening to call the cops on this guy. Yeah, not great at all. I saw a, a tweet from PETA where it's like this: this woman's racism, speciesism, and uh, something else are awful. And it's like, all right, I get it, but... But also, calm down, PETA. You're more concerned about the dog than the dude. I mean, you can be concerned. You should be concerned about both, but, like... But it's a, a man's life. Very, very along the lines of, don't hurt the dog. That's fucking insane. Damn. But, um... Oh, also that cop that killed that black guy by, like... Like, putting his knee on his neck. Yeah, that... That's fucking gross. That sucks, man. Like he was like, I can't breathe, and he's like, "Shut up, pussy," and he died, or something like that. The guy, the guy had like a breathing problem, and I like, I don't know the whole specifics of it, but yeah. like, 
ignored him and made fun of him, and then he died. This is good. This like, is right. This is our. This is like, our by episode uh, reminder. Fuck twelve. I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna do the Mayor Pete high hope stance while reaching <laughs> for an officer service weapon. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> Again, Fuck. if you need to bleep any of that, if that violates some sort of terms of service for any of our uh, streaming so. platforms, I don't think so. Well, we'll find out when we post this. I'm gonna do the Mayor Pete high hope stance while fucking a veteran's wife. While they're Jesus <laughs> all right. All right. Well, um, where's the joy, Kyle? <laughs> I mean, South Carolina, North Carolina. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Any Carolina. Any Carolina. Oh, uh, a really uh, standout part. Uh, the food. Ooh, how was the food? Oh, it's great. We went to a uh, shack right off the bridge. A shack? Uh, yeah. Well, it's not like a. Is a seafood, um, they like catch fish. It's like a fish market mm-hmm. in like a house, Interesting. like right off um, the bridge of Emerald Isle where we were. And, um, they'll go out and they'll, uh, they'll catch the fish. And I think it's called, it was called the Clyde Phillips, um, seafood shop or something. Mm-hmm. And I believe that they are, they also run a chain of seafood restaurants along the coast called Phillips. Okay. Is there something? That's pretty but, cool. um, if I remember, I could be wrong, but this was just a very modest, unassuming like shack where, uh, we went in and they had this whole array of fish out in front of us and shrimp. And, uh, we got salmon and, uh, cod or no spotted trout. And we got three pounds of shrimp. And we cooked it when Courtney, we picked up Courtney and it was delicious. It was amazing. That's awesome. So good. And then I also went to Bojangles. 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 Famous Bojangles chicken, which was it. very good. I want it. Yeah, go go get some Southern fast food because that shit's good. Yeah, dude. Don't go to like, if you go to a fucking McDonald's while you're down south, anywhere below the Mason-Dixon line, get the fuck out of here. Get <laughs> Official podcast stance. Yeah. Even, like, I know Waffle House, like, is up in, like, Pennsylvania and stuff, but, like, go to a fucking Waffle House, man. Go yes. fight with one of the cooks. <laughs> fucking for go eight weeks straight. and Zaxby's, although I heard Zaxby's isn't great. Chick-fil-A is technically to, Southern. Go to Chick-fil-A uh, on Sunday. Go hey. to Chick-fil-A on Sunday. Thank you for later. All the food is free on Sunday. Yeah, you're just gonna be smart enough to get in. Uh, you gotta go cook to, it yourself. Uh, go to Popeyes. Go to uh, uh, what the fuck else is down there? Uh, there are a bunch that I probably slept through, but yeah, go get some good old Southern deep fried food. Nothing warms the soul like deep fried food. That rocks, man. Food is really good. Get nice. like fresh seafood. We dropped like ninety bucks on fresh seafood, but oh, it was yeah. worth it. That's king shit. That's real dudes rock shit. Salmon steak. It was very good. Nice man. What about you? Where's your joy? My joy. Um. So yesterday, yesterday was Memorial Day. We're recording this on Tuesday, late night Tuesday. Um, mm. and uh, I contributed a little bit to a little uh, be a little grilling that my dad did. So we were gonna grill for 
God's sake. I'm literally, quite literally trying to grill. Uh, my dad was going to make corn. So I was like, here, let me, let me, uh, let me add a little, little zhuzh to it. So uh, I made Mexican street corn. Ooh. Yeah. So you, 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 you cook the corn on the grill. You'd get it nice and charred. Then you put, uh, you take a pastry brush and wipe mayonnaise on it, which sounds mayonnaise. gross. But I assure you it's not because mayonnaise isn't the only thing you're going to be putting in. You're also. Oh, so that's just white. That is a white person corn. <laughs> um, then you're gonna be uh, you're gonna put on uh, one second. So you're gonna do mayonnaise, and then you're gonna put in some chili powder, and then you're gonna top it off with uh, you can put par- we use Parmesan cheese, mm-hmm. and then uh, you put on some cilantro on top, and then you uh, put you know drizzle some lime on it on it, and it's fucking delicious. It's incredible. And I loved it. It's great. So that's my joy. Nice. Well, Shout out to um, I guess that's it then. Yeah, man. We talked about a lot. We really we covered a lot. Well, that's what happens when you when you miss uh, a week and a half's worth of stuff because you're in a manhole. Yeah, it was just a week. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it actually might be a week and a half. Who knows? A week and a half goes by uh, forever. Yeah, it goes by simultaneously fast, but also slow. We're living in a time cube, folks. All right. Well, uh, thanks for <laughs> listening. You can find the Fail Sun Tragedy Hour wherever you listen to podcasts, except for Stitcher, it seems. Yeah, fuck that. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, amongst others. Uh, you can follow the Fail Sun Tragedy Hour on Twitter at Fail Sun Pod. You can also follow me at Kyle M. Sherry and Tim at Timmy Brenner. We usually post episodes on Tuesdays and Fridays unless uh, some sort of tragic manhole accident occurs. Uh, I don't even know when we're posting this one. Is this? Uh, it might be a tomorrow thing, and by tomorrow, tomorrow Wednesday. Thing. Okay, Tuesday and occasionally Wednesday, and hopefully Friday. So, um, you know, it's just a big grab bag at this point. Time doesn't exist. If it's not out on Tuesday, then it's going to be out Wednesday. If it's not out Friday, it's going to be Saturday. Yeah. It's pretty well, much the, the rule of thumb. We should just stop making a schedule for these things and just put them out when we put them out. I would agree uh, if we weren't doing twice a week. Mm, that's true. I can hear all our listeners mealing, where's our podcast slop for the trough? <laughs> these little piggies. <laughs> little piggies. No, I respect none of you. I don't even respect myself. I record a podcast for God's sake. Lord knows Kyle doesn't respect me. Yeah, that's right. I fucking hate you. You really do. Yeah, I hate your guts. Why am I doing this? Do I quit? Last episode ever. See you never, assholes. Bye.